0: there, welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. Well, are you ready for the word of God? Luke chapter 15. Neshak, it's good to see you. I've missed you. You're good?
1: Yeah.
0: Missing you. You're back. Nice. Amen. You know, Meshach is one of my longest attending member. Yeah. So I'm used to seeing him. Yeah, to see his hairstyle, everything I'm just used to seeing. So if I don't see him, I get concerned. Yeah. Luke chapter 15. Teresa, it's good to see you too. Are you there? Luke chapter 15. We are reading from verse... In Jesus' name. And we shall have a beautiful backdrop. In Jesus' name. The Bible says, Oh, what woman... Having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. I want to speak tonight very shortly. I'll continue with this this coming Friday. On the subject finding your lost treasure. Finding your lost treasure. Turn to your neighbor tell them I've lost some things. But I'll find them in Jesus' name. You don't believe what you're saying. Turn to your neighbor one more time and tell them, Neighbor, I don't know about you, but there are some things I have lost, and I'm going to recover them sin. In Jesus' name. Hey. Isn't that powerful? Now, if you, don't, if you didn't put the twang, it might take longer. Let's try one more time. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. shake your head a little bit and tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Their, things are their things are lost. But I got a feeling, soon, soon. I shall recover in Jesus' name. amazing. Now when I left my father's house to go and start living by myself I only had two things that were very important to me and please don't laugh at me (laughs) because you've already laughed I'll not tell you the two
1: things
0: (laughs) because you already started laughing at me you're intimidating me but anyway um Those two things were one was a bag, and it was black in color, and it had a few of my clothes and some personal effects. All right, I cannot go deeper than that. And then the second one was a wooden box, and this. And this wooden box had a lot of tapes. Some of you feel me already. Those were my most treasured possessions. And I remember moving to this new city and I was going to work with another pastor. He invited me in his house. Gave me He gave me his one of the bedrooms in his house, you know, to be my room. And so I entered the house, removed my bag, opened my box, and positioned my box in a strategic place so that when I want to listen to a particular, you know, tape, I just pull it out of the box. And those were my two very precious and treasured, you know, items in this world. You know, I am so amazed that it was not even money. It was not even money. Those two things were very important to me. My few clothes that I had and my tips. And let me tell you, I used to have a ball in that room. You know, because I used to enter the room and then I lock it. Because he even gave me like a jukebox. So I can be able to listen to music. So I used to put the music and when I put the music I used to feel like all my problems have come to an end all my issues, all my stress, everything, you know, had come to an end. It's so amazing that sometimes we become very complicated that unless we have money, we can never be happy. I was happy without money. Very happy. When I entered that room, Oh, I was very, very happy. Very happy. My bag is there. (laughs) And my wooden box is there. Very, very happy. Because these were my treasured, you know, possession. Now, everybody has something that they treasure. I don't know about you. When you left your father's house, I don't know what you left with. At least me, I had two items. Some of you left with nothing. Ask your neighbor, what did you leave with from your father's house? I think I was richer than most of you. Some of you only left with fair. (laughs) So, Everybody has something that they treasure. You know, there are people who treasure cars. I mean, a car to them is everything. There are people who treasure houses. There are people who treasure money. There are people who treasure relationships. There are people who treasure their children. Because at every stage in your life, there's something that comes into your life that you really treasure. Do you understand what I'm talking about? As you keep on growing, your, your, your treasured possessions keep on increasing. Isn't it true? So, the things that you used to treasure don't really matter to you. Like, I'm even surprised that I don't even know where the wooden box went to. Because I can't remember blessing somebody with it. I think a brother stole it from me. I can't remember where it went. Uh, You know, so as you keep on growing, as you keep on progressing, other things come into your life and they become your treasured, you know, possession. But ladies and gentlemen, what happens to you or what happens to us when we lose the things that we treasure? If you had something that you really treasure and you lost it, how will you feel? What will happen to you? If you had a car that you really treasured and then you lost it, your heart will be broken. You'll be disappointed, isn't it? If you had a relationship that you really treasure and then that relationship breaks, I mean, your heart will be saddened, isn't it? Yeah. Let me tell you, um, pastors have a very strong heart because a lot of the relationships they have break with members because members leave pastors. By the way, me have never left, I've never left a member. It's members who leave me. Me, I've never left any member. I have never even chased a member. The, 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 the farthest I've gone is just to tell a member to step down but remain in church. You know? To protect the integrity of the church. But I've never chased a member. Do You understand what I'm saying? So it is, it is members who break their relationship with me. But I never break my relationship with my members. You see, the relationship I have with you is for a lifetime. Yeah, for a lifetime. Our hair grows old. Uh, no, no, gray. yeah the hair can grow old isn't it but gray yeah turns gray or silver these days they say silver turns silver you know my relationship with you will remain will remain because i have discovered you see when you grow a little bit when you grow you know some of you are still young but when you grow do you know romeo and julia you see you don't know so you're still young so when you grow when you grow a little bit you realize that it's so expensive establish certain relationships and it's more expensive to lose them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why me, I'm a master of relationships. Pastor Mary will tell you that. Yeah, we'll go to a place and I will establish networks with people very, very quickly. Because I, 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 always, I always say that the more friends you have, the better it is for you. You understand? Yeah. Like right now, if I wake up and I want to go to America, there are many people who can host me without even thinking. In fact, they always tell me, when are you coming? You know, I can actually be in America for a year. (laughs) Yeah. Without even paying a bill. I can be there for a year and just move from here to here, to here, here to here, here to here, here, here to here, preaching here, preaching here, whatever. You see, I can, I can, I can, but I have to be here because also I treasure my relationship with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of people leave churches, leave pastors, break their relationship. But pastors never break relationships. Yeah, because me, I want to see you for a very long time. A very long time. Lucy, I want to see you for a very long time. You know? Susan, I want to see you for a long time. Yeah, with your sneakers. I want to see you for a very long time. So, So, people treasure different things in life. You understand? Some treasure money. And when they lose money, you can tell that they are sick. Their hearts are broken because money is a treasured possession in their life so when we lose these things our hearts are broken and we feel very bad i remember there's a time i bought nokia 3310 those days it was a very expensive phone and it was the top It's like one of the top of the range you know phones in those days before we had these smartphones and stuff like that. If you saw somebody with Nokia 3310, you knew that person has some some money. Not Ericsson or Motorola. Motorola was for everybody. Siemens. Yeah. Yeah. There was another on Alcatel. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You see, that's how old we are. Some of you don't even understand what we are talking about. You know? And and I remember one time I, I was walking on the streets of Nairobi and that phone was everything to me. And some young men surrounded me. In a split of a second, they had gone with my phone. Let me tell you, I had all the possible evil thoughts you could think of concerning those people i wish they can just cross the road and be hit by a car i wish that that night as they are eating the food may choke them they die i mean you name it <laughs> because it was a treasured possession something that was very important you know to me it affected me for several days yeah in fact it forced me to go and buy like a very cheap phone so I can keep in touch with people but I was not happy and up to now I still remember that phone and if you are watching please (laughs) I need my phone back (laughs) but anyway You need to understand that everybody has treasures. Tell your neighbor you have some treasures in your life. Am I making sense? Everybody here, you have something that you treasure. Even as I'm preaching right now, you can see it in your mind. You can see it. it's it's in your bedroom. It's in your living room. It's somewhere in your safe. Some of you, it is in your past right now. You know, it's something that you really, really treasure. Some of you, it's someone. You know, as I'm talking, you're thinking about someone that you really treasure. And sometimes you treasure somebody who doesn't treasure you. Oh, what a shock. My God, my God. You're even thinking about them now. They're not even thinking about you. Lord, have mercy. This side is very quiet. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Ask your neighbor, is there anybody you treasure so much? You think about... All the time. You wake up in the middle of the night. You're thinking about this person. When you eat, you see their image on the spoon. Hey, mercy. Wow. Zeph, is there anybody you treasure? (laughs) tell your neighbor i've got some treasures and so luke chapter 15 is a parable full of treasures all right we have the parable of the prodigal son a boy who was a treasure to his father i'm sure when he was leaving the father it broke the father's heart And the father was just wondering, where is this boy going? Will he survive? That boy was a very important or an integral part of his father's life. No wonder he waited for him to come back. No wonder he was willing to embrace him when he came back. No wonder he didn't even want to hear so many of his excuses, how he spent money and whatever, because for him, the boy to be back, he said, my son was dead. But now he has been found. Yeah, he thought he was going to lose his son completely. So he was so happy that he actually had to override many, many things that, you know, you'll expect a father to do when a son has made, you know, mistakes. It's because he really treasured this boy. And also we have the parable of the lost sheep, where Jesus talking about a shepherd had a thousand sheep and lost one. And he felt the pain of losing that one sheep. And he left the rest to go and look for one. It's because he treasured his sheep. And then the one we have read is the parable of the lost coin. And this woman, the Bible says, had ten silver coins. And she lost one in the house. And she was left with nine. But she still treasured the one that was lost. And she started looking for it. You know, how do we know that she treasured the one that got lost? When she found it, because when she, she looked for it and she found it, she threw a party. She called her friends and her neighbors to celebrate one coin. It's like celebrating one shilling. Calling your neighbors for a party. That you had lost one shilling and now you got it now you want them to join you in celebrating you know finding only one 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 coin you know in your house so it is not even the value it is it is it is it is it is is the person that had the thing that shows us how he she treasured that particular coin i mean can you imagine inviting people just to come and celebrate you finding one coin and you have nine just one not celebrating for the nine but celebrating for the one that you lost is because it was a treasure you know for her so ladies and gentlemen i want you to understand something here that even though the boy was lost he was found even though the sheep was lost it was found even though the coin was lost it was also found so whatever you lost i prophesy you shall find it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Not a man is weak. I prophesy that whatever you lost, you shall find it in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, ladies and gentlemen, whatever is lost exists somewhere. Can I say that again. Whatever is lost exists somewhere. If you keep looking for it, you will find it. Whatever you lost exists somewhere. It has just been hidden from your eyes. But let me tell you, it does exist. And if you engage the right forces, you shall find it. I'm preaching to people who shall find things that have been lost. Hallelujah. Some of you lost job opportunities. I want you to know it exists somewhere. And may God guide your steps to that particular place that you may find that job in Jesus' name. Some of you lost business opportunities. It exists somewhere. May God guide you to find it in Jesus' name. Am I preaching to the right crowd tonight? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, everything I lost, I shall find it in the name of Jesus. Turn to another, tell your neighbor, Everything you lost, you shall find it in the name of Jesus. Yes, you lost it, but you shall find it. You shall recover it. You shall embrace it. You shall, uh, you shall apprehend it. Shout a louder, amen. Even if it's a broken relationship, a good relationship exists somewhere. You shall find it in Jesus' name. Receive what you have lost hand what you have lost in Jesus' name. Somebody shout, I receive it!" And so, I want us to look at this woman and see what she did to recover her coin. And whatever she did, that's what we're going to do for us to be able to recover what we have lost. It doesn't matter how long it has taken for you to recover it, you will recover it in Jesus' name. Even time, you will recover it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, there are people who feel like I've wasted time. I've wasted time. You know, when I was in Bible school, I met people in their 60s in the Bible school. They realized they have wasted 60 years of their lives doing other things when God had called them to be in the ministry. So, even if you feel like you have wasted time, you shall recover. In the name of Jesus. I see you recovering. I see you recovering. You are lost sheep. You are lost coin. In the name of Jesus. Shout a louder, amen. The first thing that she did, number one, she lit a lamp. She lit a lamp. Not mbu lamp. <laughs> she lit I'm gonna say a lamp. <laughs> Mercy. She lit a lamp. Say it again a lamp. Some of you are not even saying now you're scared. <laughs> You don't want to make mistakes, isn't it? The woman lit a lamp in her house to illuminate every part of her house so that she may increase her ability or boost her chances of locating the lost coin. You see, the coin was in the house, but she couldn't locate it. That's why I'm telling you, whatever you lost exists somewhere. Isn't that good news? Yeah. Have, you, have you ever lost something in your house? You turn everything upside down. Your chair. Eh. Your table. Sometimes you even turn your, upside, your husband upside down, looking for it. <laughs> or you turn your wife upside down, looking for it. Your children, your bed, your mattress, everything. Stand upside down looking for that thing, isn't it true? I remember, um, Mr. Come, how many remember Mr. Kamau? You see, that's what I'm telling you. You are very young, Mr. Kamau. Lift up your hand, Mr. Kamau, Mr. Kamau. Look, 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 Mr. Kamau. Oh, let's confuse them, let's confuse them, let's confuse them. Mr. Kamau had a bus. Hello, children. Hello, children. <laughs> and he had a boy by the name Tom. And Tom one day was looking for what? A pencil. And he looked everywhere. Everywhere I was looking. You see, some of you don't understand this story. Ask your neighbor which school did you go to? Secondary school or group of schools <laughs> Tom looked for the pen everywhere. couldn't find it. But where was the pen? The pen was behind the ear, and Pen was looking and Tom was looking for it. He looked for it. He was even talking to the cat. So the cat the, <laughs> Can you preach a little bit? And he asked, Cat, Cat, where is my pencil? Please look, eh? look for my pencil. The cat said, Meow, and it went up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a story for legions. You either know it or you don't. But the pencil was there. It was around him. That's why I'm telling you, whatever you're looking for, it exists. It was never lost. It exists. And very soon you're going to find it in the name of Jesus. I see you finding it in Jesus' name yes it was in the house so what she did she lit a lamp to increase visibility to boost her chances so as she could see where you know the coin was you see human beings have eyes but our eyes are limited if we switch off these lights here people will start panicking Because no matter how wide you open your eyes, without light, you can't see properly, isn't it? But a lion or carnivores are different. Have you ever met a cat at night? Have you ever seen the eyes of a cat? Very scary, isn't it? Have you ever met a lion at night? (laughs) (laughs) I almost prophesied you meet one, but I realize it's 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 a bad prophecy. (laughs) But a cat has what we call rods. You know, rods are cells in the eyes of a cat or a lion that enable the lion to see or a cat to see under low light. That's why you see lions hunt at night because they have an advantage over these other animals. And an elephant cannot see properly at night. Uh, a giraffe cannot sleep properly at night. So the lion takes advantage. That's why you see lions during the day, they are asleep. Very lazy animals. Turning and yawning. Turning and yawning. When the sun goes down, you see them stretching. They say the time has come for us to go for dinner. And so they are able to hunt successfully at night because they have roads. And these are cells, you know, in their eyes that enable them to be able to see clearly even in low light. You see, the woman had to to light a lamp because she didn't have enough roads to see in all these areas that were dark in her house. That's why she needed the light. That's why you also need the light. So that you can acquire supernatural roads to be able to see that which is, you know, lost in your life in Jesus' name. Receive supernatural roads To be able to see in the name of Jesus. So what does the lamp represent? Let me go deeper. The lamp and the light represent the word of the Lord. Psalms chapter 119 verse 105. The Bible says your word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light to my path. So the word of God is the lamp. And the word of God is the light. That illuminates your path. It guides you. And directs you to go exactly to the place where you lost what you're looking for without the word of god you will grope in darkness like a blind man without the word of god you lack supernatural rods in your eyesight in your spiritual eyesight to be able to see that which you have lost that's why you must constantly expose yourself to the word of god so that you increase you know, spiritual roads to be able to see what you have lost. Can I hear an amen? Amen. May your spiritual roads multiply. Even as you receive this word tonight in the name of Jesus. I say may they multiply. May you receive spiritual insight. May you have discernment. May you have a powerful memory to remember where you kept that thing in the name of Jesus shout a louder amen Amen. because sometimes you can have something and then you put it somewhere then you forget where you have put it and you start looking for it or you're in a hurry you want to leave and then you had your khakis then you can't trust them wow you start looking for them you look for them and you look for them and all this time they're in your pocket (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you even take you take an Uber Because you're getting late you get to the office you realize hala The keys are in my pocket Supernatural roads to remember Hallelujah Receive supernatural roads to activate your memory to activate your mind recover what you lost in the name of Jesus. You see, that's what the word of God does. It activates cells inside of you. It activates some things inside of you. It, it stirs you up. It makes you realize that, hey, what I've lost, I can actually recover in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 30. I want to show you something here powerful. First Samuel. Chapter 30, verse 1. The Bible says, now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. And they did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way so David and his men came to the city and there it was burned with fire wow and their wives their sons and their daughters had been taken captive I am so glad that the Bible says they did not kill anyone that thing you lost is still there (laughs) I say it is still there And you're going to find it in Jesus' name. Verse 4, then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept. Have you ever wept for something you lost? They wept until they had no more power to weep. Crying until your strength is depleted. That is serious sobbing cried. They wept. They were thinking about their children. They were thinking about their sons. They were thinking about their daughters. They were thinking about their wives and they cried until they didn't have power to cry. Then David and the people who were with him, okay, and David's two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of, you remember Abigail? The widow of Nabal, I mean, if you lose such a wife, you cry. I don't know about Jezebel, but Abigail. (laughs) Abigail, you cry. A wise woman. Yeah, beautiful inside and outside. Yeah, you cry. Look, there are some funerals when you attend them, you can look at the man who has lost the wife, and you see that he's (laughs) <laughs> anyway, let me not finish my statement.
1: <laughs>
0: Tell you about filling the blanks. Fill in. Fill in. I read a story. I'll not give you that story today. We have to finish this quickly. Uh? Uh? Tell you what? (laughs) One day, verse 6. Now David was greatly distressed because when he thought about Abigail or a woman A wise woman, a great woman, his wife, and his wife has been taken. He couldn't imagine Abigail with another man. His heart was broken. Man. And he cried. Wow. Can you cry like that because of your wife? (laughs) (laughs) There's a man who is trying to cry. (laughs) So David was stressed. Why? Because even the men now who are with him started, you know, planning on how they can stone him. Because even them, they had lost their wives, they had lost their children, and they were blaming David uh, on their loss. So, because the soul of all the people was grieved every man for his sons and his daughters, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Now, look at verse 7. Very powerful. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, he says, bring the ephod here to me. Look, they have lost everything. They have lost their sons, they have lost their daughters, they have lost their wives. The city has been burned down so that means their houses are down, raised down by fire. So the only thing they could find there was ashes. And David speaks to the priest and he tells the priest, bring the ephod Hear to me. They had cried. But out of their crying, there was no strategy for recovery of what they had lost. Say, so bring the effort here to me. And be brought the effort to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. Who answered him? God. He said, pursue. For you shall surely overtake them. And... And without fail. Oh man. Are you, are, you, are you listening to what I'm saying? And without fail. You shall do what? You shall recover all. He needed to hear the word of God. He, he, he asked for the effort. So that he may establish communication with God. And when he asked for God's advice, the word of God that came to him was, you need to pursue. Because if you pursue, you shall overtake your enemies. And without fear, you're going to recover everything that you lost. So at that particular moment, in David's darkest time, the word of the Lord illuminated his path. And granted him a strategy to go after his enemy. And because there was assurance, David knew that this mission I'm going to recover, to fight the Amalekites. There is already um, a guarantee of success that everything I lost, I'm going to recover. It happened because he received the word. That's why the Bible says the word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path you see the more he was weeping and there was no revelation from god the more things were becoming thick in his life and that's why people were thinking of stoning him but the moment he turned to the lord and he received the word of the lord his countenance changed he was encouraged He was motivated to go after the Amalekites. And the word of the Lord told him that without fear, you shall recover all. Who am I preaching to in this house? I release the same word to you tonight. That everything you have lost, I prophesy without fear, may you recover it in the name of Jesus. You came to this service to receive a word. This is the word I'm releasing to you. Without fail, may you recover lost opportunities. May you recover business opportunities that you lost. May you recover the monies that you lost. May you recover the anointing that you lost. I prophesy this time as you go without fail, you shall recover, you shall recover, you shall recover. You shall recover your lost coin. You shall recover your lost coin. If you believe, it shout louder! Yeah! <laughs> Hallelujah! I don't have time to go into the entire story, but let me tell you: when you look at verse eighteen, can we read verse eighteen? Hey, please sit down. Verse eighteen. I love it. So, David, so Susan, so Mary, so Kennedy so Tina so Ransom please put your name there come on put your name there recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David (laughs) you see the Bible has to add that one and david rescued his two wives you see the bible talks about the recovery of many other things the recovery of sons the recovery of daughters the recovery of property but the bible has to mention the two wives of david why the two wives of david because for david if you put sons and wives (laughs) only one, two, three, four people understand what I'm talking about let me try this for David if you put daughters and wives where will he lean he will lean towards the direction of the wives why because the wives were a treasure in David's life. David knew if I have wives, I can have sons. I can have daughters. If I have sons and daughters, and I don't have a wife, they cannot give me a wife. So for him, wives were a treasure. And that's why the Bible had to mention his two wives. I want you to know that this level of recovery will not just be on general matters in your life, but it will be for everything you treasure i say everything you treasure i say everything you treasure i prophesy is coming back. you will find it everything that you lost that you treasure may you find it in jesus name that job may you find it that relationship may you find it nokia 3310 may you find it in the name of jesus people and tell them i'm finding my treasures my god i'm finding my treasures i'm finding my treasures i'm apprehending my treasures i'm recovering my my treasures everything i lost the treasures i lost the opportunities i lost the monies I lost the great things that I lost the doors that were shut in front of me the opportunities that I missed by a whisker I prophesy ah, over your life today you shall recover all you shall recover all you shall recover your lost treasures shout a louder yeah shout a Holy Ghost yeah In Jesus name lift up your hand and respond to God's word. My time is up. Thank you, Jesus. Recover all. Recover it now. Recover your treasure recover your treasure recover your treasure recover your treasure in the name of Jesus recover your treasure right now my god my god my god my god my god my god
1: my god my god oh, <perk Todosolo ii> oh yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Have it back. Have it
0: back, right Have, it back right Have it back right now. Have it back right now. Have it back right now. Have it back
1: right now. Have it back right now. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it, receive it, receive it right now, receive it right now, in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now, my God, my God. Oh, brakata
0: saying pastor there is something that I treasure that I lost pray for me I want you to come here and stand here I want to pray for you it's a treasure and you want it back David recovered what he treasured I just want to pray for you quickly it's a treasure not just an ordinary thing It's it's a treasure it's a treasure it's a treasure that you lost.
1: Unafanya mambo mambo I I want you
0: to raise up your hands, Father, in Jesus' name at your children, Lord. They are like this woman who lost a coin. They are like this King David who lost his two wives. I pray, Lord, may they recover their treasures now in the name of Jesus. That precious thing that was taken away from them, that precious thing that has escaped their eyesight I pray today Lord may they receive spiritual roads to see it and to recover it in the name of Jesus Father let your word illuminate their path let your word guide them to where it is may they find it may they locate it in the name of Jesus Some of them, Lord, is an opportunity. May they recover it. Some of them, Lord, is a job opportunity. May they recover it. Some of them, oh God, is an opportunity for marriage. May they recover it. In the name of Jesus. Some of them is an opportunity for children. May they recover it. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, some of them is an opportunity for promotion for enlargement, for progress in their lives may they capture it, may they recapture it, in the name of Jesus, some of them is monies that they lost Father, I pray that may they recover may they recover may they recover I release the grace to recover without fail, may they recover In the name of Jesus, some of them, is time that they lost. May they recover. May they find their coin. 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 Some of them, they lost their dignity. May they find it. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. As the woman rejoiced, they too will rejoice they too will celebrate they too will be excited they too will throw a party for their friends and for their neighbors because that which was lost is found we thank you father throw your hands up and tell him thank you for my coin is found the opportunity is found the blessing is found in the name of jesus receive it in Jesus name. receive it in Jesus name. receive it in the name of Jesus. receive it in the name of Jesus. May your eyes be open receive it right now receive it right now. receive the money in your hands in the name of Jesus. receive the breakthrough, receive the favor. receive it right now claim it back. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For it is in Jesus' name. We all shout a big amen. Give God a hand of praise. It is done in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Tecero on Facebook, Instagram,
1: and Twitter.